Welcome to Teach Out Loud Podcast, where we highlight all the amazing educators in our state and beyond that are making a difference every day for kids. Teach Out Loud is about bringing your passion and your best self to what you are doing every day. It's trying new things, sharing ideas, and being the best version of you. It's living life to the fullest, growing, and not being afraid to take those risks. Come on this journey with us and Teach Out Loud. I'm Travis Lape. And I'm Lisa Norris. And together we are on a journey to share and highlight amazing things happening in schools today. Travis, I am so thrilled today because our guest is my person. Your person? You've never heard. Okay, so on Grey's Anatomy, they had these two girls are talking and they say, you're my person. And Harris okay. and I have always talked about that you're my person. And your person is somebody who you're working with who you can be totally honest with it. They come into your room and they notice every little detail that you've done. They pump you up when you're feeling down. They rein you in and you're doing a little too much. Oh, yeah. They read those emails that you probably shouldn't send because you're, you know, and yep. then they read it and say, oh, let's think about this. Um, you what if with them and think about ideas, think outside the box. And Harris is my person. And so I'm wow. super excited. So. I'll let you do her bio because I would probably talk forever. La, 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 la. So you go ahead and do her bio. Well, I'm excited because Amanda Harris has been an educator for the past 11 years, but three of those were kind of in the technology world, which is my background. True. Serving as a consultant with Smart Technologies and AVI Systems. She holds her BS in early childhood education from SDSU and in elementary education from Dakota State University. She currently works as a fourth grade teacher in the Harrisburg School District. She is passionate about building relationships and empowering yeah. students to take ownership in their learning. Harris strives to impact student achievement in and out of the classroom. She has helped start several after school clubs and programs including STEAM, Stop Motion Theater, and Science Fair. When not in school, Harris spends her time camping, playing board games, and being with her family. She attributes her success to the love and support of her husband, Jason, and two children, Kaylin and Griffin. Okay, that's awesome and beautiful, but she left out like one little minor detail. She did a little bit. She was just given the, you know, award of the 2020 Teacher of the Year. Hello, that might be something you'd want to throw in your bio, I don't know. We'll work with her on that and yeah. uh, get that added so that she starts to hear that phrase a little more. Awesome. Well, I think we need to meet her and find out her why. Amanda, welcome. So excited you're here Thank today. You. Thank you. I am honored to be here. What an awesome welcome. Thank you. Yeah, we're so excited about this. Uh, celebrating educators all over the state and across the nation. It's just been a great, great way to get uh, celebrate teachers. And for all of our shows, we've been starting with um, their why, why you became an educator. So why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, why? Oh, that's a, that's a big question, but it started because I had awesome educators. I was surrounded by awesome educators. And I wanted to make a difference in the lives of children, like how they made a difference in my life. And that's my biggest why. Do you have, do you have somebody that comes to mind when you think of oh, that? Oh, so many. My biggest would be um, Mrs. Weisbecker. She oh. was my sixth grade teacher. Um, and that was a point in my life where I struggled. And was Most really, middle schoolers do. Yes. <laughs> yes, I was really struggling. And she saw that and noticed that struggle in me and made the effort to pull me aside mm. um, and made time for me in the mornings and just met me on my level and talked to me and talked me through it. Um, and it made the biggest difference. Uh, and then I had awesome teachers too, super animated teachers like Mrs. Jeske, who was my seventh grade teacher who could jump up and touch hydrogen on the periodic table whenever, <laughs> whenever we were awesome in class. Um, and then our third, my third grade teacher, Mrs. Mack, who was phenomenal, um, tell, like, would tell us farm stories about growing up and really treated us like members of her family. I'm, I'm excited for the show because everything that you just talked about, Harris, 
really is around this idea of relationships. Yes. And almost every show so far that we've recorded, it's all been about relationships. Mm -hmm. Not one of those teachers did you talk about taught algebra in right. an incredible way. Um, it was it was the relationships. It was getting to know you. It was sharing their real side. So mm -hmm. I'm just absolutely. I'm excited to and them seeing the potential. You know, yeah, and absolutely. Yes, kind of related back to yours, Travis. When you shared your why, it was kind of the same idea. You know, where teachers see things that the student always doesn't always see. It's a good fit now to talk a little bit about your journey to where you are now as as South Dakota's Teacher of the Year. But it started back in January when you were named Harrisburg's District Teacher of the Year. Correct. What were the emotions that day in front of the, the staff in so the school? Many. So many. So it has been quite the year. Um, well, first of all, I was sick that day. Um, I was wearing hooded sweatshirt. We had an in-service, <laughs> feeling miserable, doing like the bare minimum I could do. To be and there. and it, it's one of those famous in-services that you're probably really excited to be at. And <laughs> right? You were, like you wanted to really yes, make sure you I applied did. yourself. I did. Yeah. So all yep. my mental energy had been used up. <laughs> um, I I remember them reading off traits of a teacher who had been nominated. And I'm thinking, wow, that's incredible. It's awesome. As I'm like rifling through my bag, I think looking for tissues. Um, and then all of a sudden it was my name. And all of a sudden eyes are on me. And I think my gut reaction, or I even said it is, no, like that can't, that's not right. So and I remember wrong. because I was sitting and I, and when they said your name, I looked at you and you're like, what? This is not possible. Yes. And like this pure shock and awe. And I was thinking, well, of course it's you. You're amazing. <laughs> but you were thinking, oh my that's gosh, how does it me. mean? Yeah. Right. That's not me. Um, and so there was, and that really summarizes what the next few months and even into current time, um, that's a question I ask all the time. Is it really me? Could this be me? Uh, why me? Right. Uh, hmm. And so then you got the regional, and I don't even know where you were when they found out you're the regional teacher. Did it come like across the internet or like how did you? So I was pulled into my principal's office, Mr. Monsky's office with Tanya Rasmussen, our curriculum director. Um, again, what's going through my head is I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Always in Something trouble when they go to the principal, right? Even when you're fifty or my age, it's like, oh, yes. I gotta go to the principal. Yeah, it was a real quick. Mrs. Harris, can we come? Can we come see you? Can you come talk to us? Um, and they told me, and it was instant tears. It was just a mix of emotions of gratitude and excitement and nervous energy, and then just so humbling. And when you think back to that day of sitting in that room with with the curriculum director and your building principal. Um, what, where did you think that was going to go? Like after being named regional teacher of the year, what, what journey did you go on after that milestone? Cause you told me Harris, you met so many different people, a lot of different connections, heard great right. speakers. Did you have a trip or something? Yes. Even? Yeah. So it was, it opened up so many doors immediately. Um, we were told by the state that all reach all five regional winners were going to be sent to Orlando for the Enstoy or the oh, yeah. National State Teachers of the Year Conference, which happened to be in Orlando, so great location. <laughs> um, and that allowed me to bond with our local regional teachers in South Dakota um, and learn what they're doing around our state and the incredible things and the impact so they're awesome. making, yeah. um, which I was so thrilled to be part of that group. But then to go down to Orlando and hear the other state speakers and the National um, Teacher of the Year speakers um, and just feel totally motivated. Um, they're whole message down at Enstoy was teachers leading. And I thought, how 
awesome of a message because yeah. the education's shifting and changing. Yes. And that entire conference was all about what can we do as teachers from the ground level and help our students. Yeah. Is, is there like one thing that you took, you, you had taken from that conference that really now has maybe shaped where you're heading with this platform and, and your voice for South Dakota? Yes, so much. And as you touched on the beginning, relationships. It yeah. was meet your children where they are, find out who they are, um, and then teach. So it was right. always this and then teach mm-hmm. um, and building that solid foundation. And I think about that every day. So where do we go wrong? Because we know that. We like, do. Like we, we talk about that all the time. We know that. To get at the heart of teaching and learning, to, to reach a kid, we got to have relationships. But then when we get into the thick of it... We focus on test scores and assessments and... And that's the first thing that leaves us. Right. And then we get results and then we're frustrated with the results because the results aren't what we wanted. But they weren't maybe motivated either to do it because we didn't have that relationship. Right. Right. And this was a very, I took this as a very positive sign from the state because when I was filling out my application, that was one of the things I touched on is less focus on test scores, more focus on are we meeting our children, is it best for their learning um, and the future of education. And I didn't know if that would be a qualifying answer, but But it must have worked. It worked. It works. (laughs) And they're they're listening and they're taking that to heart just like they take our students. When I introduced you the other day, when we had the, the school had the big assembly for you and celebrated for you, which yes. was amazing and yes, fun. It was. And the letter S, I had done an acronym for you, and the letter S I said was spark, because you have a, such a way of sparking an interest in your students and in your in your peers and your coworkers. And now you get to go and light the match for the teachers yeah. across the state and the nation, and even maybe changing things the way education is going. I mean, do you have something in your mind like I want to make this big impact and I would love that. Um, I just recently gave a five-minute keynote speak or speech on um, how teaching and lessons we can learn from um, an infomercial. Oh, and that <laughs> lesson number one yeah. um, is that draw in that excitement that makes you sit there and watch these infomercials at two in the morning over True. and over again. Um, it's drawing them in, and I thought, yes. Now, as a teacher in my classroom, I try to draw my students in, and I. I earn their attention, and I hook them. And now I have this microphone, this platform. You have to hook somebody else. Yes. And so now it's I'm at the table. Let's let's get some people on board. Ooh, I love that. Let's get started. <laughs> I think now it's time for the first time probably in all of our shows so far, Lisa, that we're just going to get really real Ooh. with our audience. Okay. <laughs> because I think whenever you win something as large as a Teacher of the Year or a Milken Award. Right. Yes. It there comes a sort of pressure that maybe isn't necessarily pressure from the award itself, mm-hmm. but sometimes internally. For sure. And so I wonder if, if Amanda could maybe share that, that perspective to our listeners of, yes. like, what does that look like in your world? And, and how, what do you have to deal with every day? After? Where are your self-doubts coming from? Yeah. Right. Well, there is that self-doubt because I think as teachers – we tend to self-criticize. We are sometimes our own worst critics where we're not good enough or if our students aren't meeting expectations, it's maybe we put it on our shoulders to carry and it's us. What can we do more? What can we do more? Um, So all of a sudden having this spotlight cast upon me, I'd much rather shine the spotlight than be standing in the Mm -hmm. spotlight. Um, There's that self-doubt that creeps in and why me and and what am I doing? Um, But there was a moment at, ESET 2 last year when Erica Boonsma, Teacher of the Year uh, 2019, was speaking, 
and we're in tears. She's made this amazing difference in the lives of her students and now for South Dakota. And we got up from our tables to go to lunch and teachers around me from my table started saying, well, of course she won. She's made this dramatic impact. She has these stories. I've never had a story like that. I'll never have a story like right. that. And I wanted to say, yes, you have. You are making, you have. Yes, you have. yes. Right. you're making a difference. It might not be in a dramatic of a way, but you're making a difference. And then I realized, wait, that's, that's, that's me. That's what you're doing. I had to turn it on myself. And somebody saw something in me for this award and nominated me way back last year. Um, and now I'm coming to terms with I am making a difference. And I need yeah. to accept that there is good in me and, and see and, that good in me. And I think all teachers feel that way. And I think everybody needs to really embrace that they do have value and what they are making a difference and they yes. are changing lives. And, and you even are enough. In the little moments. It doesn't have to be the big moments. Right. It's those little everyday moments mm-hmm. where you are changing lives and making a huge impact on your on your learners and your people who you're working with. Mm-hmm. How often, though, do we as educators just sit back and look on Friday and go, what what is one thing this week that I'm grateful for? Oh, like we don't give ourselves that type of time, right? You know, we're always planning for the next thing or the next lesson or the right. next big task. <laughs> yes, where we, sometimes I think we don't we don't find those stories that maybe we do have because we're walking to do list. We are. <laughs> yeah. We are. Yes. Yeah. You know, and so I think you know for listeners and that is is getting getting into a routine of. One day a week spending 10 minutes and just saying, this is what I'm grateful for this week. You know, it might be a kid that you finally reached or it might be that parent that just didn't ever respond and now finally has a connection Mm -hmm. with you. You know, like those are the little things that then start to shape a story for you. And you can always find, I'm going to say it again, your person. Go talk to your person. Your person will tell you, (laughs) hey, you did this and that and I love this and what a great idea. And remember when, I mean, talk to your person. There's somebody always that's going to lift you up. Yeah. Yeah. Someone to point out your wins when we're focusing on our failures. Right. It's a hard profession and it's not easy and that doubt you're not the only one that feels that, you know, I think, I think there's teachers across that are listening today going, wow, I can connect with that. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's, it's a serious thing. And I think that's why teachers get burnt out. Yes. I think that's why our profession doesn't grow. Yes. Because those are the things we deal with every mm-hmm. single day. Um, social emotional learning is a huge mm-hmm. thing right now. But really, it's been a huge thing in educators lives since mm-hmm. the right. start of this, because I mean, I think of my teachers growing up, they had to deal with this stuff. Right. Oh, for it, it sure. It was different, but they yep. had to have dealt with it, you know. And so it's not something that's going to go away, but how do we handle it? How do we acknowledge it? Mm-hmm. And we talk about the social-emotional needs of our students, but what about our teachers? And teacher yeah. self-care mm-hmm. is so important. So finding your person or finding someone who can identify your strengths um, someone to vent to. Yes. <laughs> Thinking about what you want to be intentional about. Mm-hmm. What are those things that you can say no to? What are the things you're passionate about? And being intentional about those passionate things. Yes. So on the Teach Out Loud podcast, the real point of our whole show is to amplify teachers' voices that are doing incredible things. And yeah. today we have an incredible guest with us with Amanda Harris being Teacher of the Year. But not everybody can be Teacher of the Year, Travis. I know. Right. And we've talked about that. So how do we ride some coattails right. and learn 
so that we can continue to grow and learn and also go on this journey because like you said, Lisa, not all of us are going to get that that award. Nope. But we're all part of this whole network of teachers. And so maybe Amanda, talk a little bit about your your connection with Enstoy now uh, for with being Teacher of the Year and what resources you found to be helpful. Yeah, there. to help everybody Absolutely. out. Yeah, this is an absolute gift that I've been given and I want to share it. Um, with as many people as possible. So I even talked about already with my students, um, anything that I learn in these conferences, I want to take back and apply in my classroom. But I also want to share those things with the teachers in my building and the teachers in our state. Um, so finding a way of taking that information that I've learned, my own notes, um, and putting them down, whether it's a YouTube channel or um, Instagram or Twitter and staying connected <laughs> that way. Right. Um, but I also want to utilize the resources that are available. So Enstoy has a, an awesome website. It's enstoy.org, so N-N-S-T-O-Y dot O-R-G, where all of their previous speakers um, are archived. And so oh, there's that's amazing. Yes. It's 10 to 15 minutes of exactly what you're looking for. It'll light your spark again. And I can do it in my pajamas. I was going to say, and you, another pajama thing, Travis. This is uh, great. People are going to get to know that I just like to wear pajamas. More like sweats, but yeah. No, but these are the kind of things that teachers don't know about. I mean, I right. had no idea that this was available. And so thank you for sharing that, Ms. Harris, because awesome. now all these people out there can go on and pull up whatever they want and... Oh, sharing. I would say share, 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 and let your voice be heard. Everybody's valued, you know? So. Exactly. Hence the podcast name, Teach Out. Right. I love that. Very appropriate. <laughs> because we are better together, and, and I think we have an opportunity now to just grow together. Yes. Um, so even, even Amanda, when you do get your YouTube channel up, just make sure you share that with us so we can share that out. Do. Um, right. To our listeners so we can all be a part of this journey and um, – and before she, we got a can't let her go, we always end every show with, um, if you had one uh, teach out loud shout out, what would your shout out be to our listeners? That we are, I think you just said it, we are better together. Oh, I love it. Hashtag better together. Well, thank you, Amanda, for being with us. I love you. I love what you're doing. We love know you that you are going to spark and set education on fire. We can't wait to see where you're going. Travis, where can they tune in to find us? Like us on our social media, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Be a part of the community. Be a part of the solution. And until then, teach, teach out loud. loud.